Most of the shows you hear in the weeks to come are pre-recorded, as our host and myself have life situations we are working through, but please continue to support us. The following podcast may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. have a holiday coming up yes we do but i'm not sure i'm over our saint patrick's day drinking <laughs> well we have some time to recover before the next holiday coming in soon which is easter yeah you know most of my life i was raised very religious and believed solely that easter is and was about religion obviously i've gotten older and have a different perspective so. yeah right uh the same though i do want to throw out a disclaimer before we dive down the rabbit hole pun intended <laughs> here at unexplained realms we do not represent or support any specific religion or belief system we simply discuss theories and ideas around some religions or belief systems exactly so what that means is if you worship the flat world and think buddha is an alien that's just not our problem <laughs> and with that folks on with the show The goddess Ishtar was often called the Queen of Heaven by the people of Mesopotamia. Mesopotamia would be Iraq in this day and age. I know, you're wondering why we're talking about the goddess of Ishtar, and that's because many believe Easter is linked to her. She is the goddess of love, sexuality, and fertility, and ultimately responsible for all life. Though she was never a mother, she was also the goddess of war and is celestial. She is the planet Venus and the morning and evening star. Sounds like my kind of gal. <laughs> so how is she connected to Easter? <laughs> well, there are no facts to link her to Easter, but tons of speculation. For example, the symbols we use for Easter, eggs and bunnies, well, both are associated with sex. And fertility. Mm -hmm. Bunnies multiply rapidly and eggs are how life is created. Whether eggs are laid or created internally, such as in a woman's body, they bring life. And she was the goddess of sex and fertility, so you see the link. Yes. <laughs> According to lore, Nimrod, king of Babylon and the builder of the Tower of Babel, married his mother. Semiramis, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but shortly after he died, she assured the people that he had become the sun god Baal. Of course, she took advantage of his death and began telling people that she was a goddess who descended from the moon in a moon egg. She claimed the egg had dropped into Euphrates on the first full moon after the spring equinox. Obviously, Semiramis, sorry, I don't know how to pronounce it, is Ishtar, and some claim it is pronounced Easter. The legend goes on to say once Ishtar became pregnant, she claimed that the sun god had caused her to conceive. She gave birth to her son named Tammuz. He was a hunter, but was killed at one point by a wild pig. 
Since her son was killed by a pig, she claimed a 40-day period of time of sorrow prior to the anniversary of his death. During those 40 days, no meat would be eaten. Ah, very close to the 40 days of Lent with no meat on Fridays. Right, see, so this is all prior to, you know, Jesus Christ. So, very interesting. Yes, so then every year on the first Sunday after the first full moon, after the spring equinox, there would be a celebration that included rabbits, eggs, and a pig would be eaten. After the Assyrian Empire was Christianized, the symbols were used to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus, but it's not too far off from this Assyrian mythology. There are so many stories of her and the sex rituals that were performed. There are even discussions regarding prostitution in her temple. Yeah, (laughs) it is said that the Babylonian women would visit the temple of Ishtar and would have to agree to have sex with any male that wanted her. In return, the male would donate money to the temple. Earliest form of prostitution? Sounds like it. (laughs) Though, what I find interesting is that some say Easter was actually started by the goddess of... We just went through this sound pronunciation. Yeah. (laughs) Estray. And it was a celebration of the spring equinox. A celebration occurred in tribute to the renewal of the earth after winter. And once again, symbols of rabbits and eggs popped up throughout these stories of the pagan goddess. There's also a legend inside of this pagan tale that Esoter mated with the solar god of the spring equinox and gave birth to a boy, which sounds very similar to the Ishtar story where the sun god gave her a child. And So hard to say if these myths are just repeating themselves in different um, cultures. Anyway, who knows what created this holiday, but maybe we just leave it to the realms of the unexplained. Um, Anne? Yeah? Which came first, the chicken or the egg? (laughs) It's strange. I keep seeing all over the place that the Ishtar lore is completely false, but most people believe in the pagan goddess tale. I heard someone say there's no actual proof to the Ishtar stories. Eh, perhaps not, but we do know that most of the uh, Christian religious holidays coincide with Mm -hmm. older pagan holidays and feasts. True. No, um, the answer to your question, I'm pretty sure the egg came first. Um, But where does tequila fall Uh, into the equation? (laughs) That falls into my mouth. Okay. (laughs) Happy Easter, everyone. How do you say, get in my belly in (laughs) Espanol? (laughs) I was going to eat chocolate and drink tequila. (laughs) Are. If you're new, you can visit us at unexplainedrealms.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And don't forget to smash those like, subscribe, and follow buttons. And don't forget to hit the show notifications button on Spotify so you can get reminders when we drop a new episode. Don't forget to click on our sponsors' links when visiting unexplainedrealms.com with a variety of brands and products to choose from and the most exclusive deals just for you. 
This podcast is supported by Anchor.fm and V Media Studios. 